Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Hocus Pocus podcast. My name's Ewan, and I'm here today with my good friend, Callum. Hi, everyone. Um, so basically, this is a, our, our first go at this. Um, we're going to be bringing you all the weird and wonderful stories from the world of news from across all the world, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, let's just jump straight into it. Um, so we're going to go you're first. first. Yeah, you're going first. first so we're going to go first, Callum, with uh, my biggest success story from this week. Uh, we'll have is your... it worth mentioning the, the way we're doing it? The fact that we're doing a success story followed by a failure, followed by a surprising story. I feel like, Callum, that would probably be a good thing. Um, so as Callum's duly noted there, uh, we're going to be looking at the biggest success, uh, failure and disappointment from each week of the news. Um, you can send in some suggestions if you'd like to. We're on all social media platforms at Hocus Pocus Podcast. Um, yeah, we are. We'll just get straight into it, Callum. So my biggest success uh, today... It comes from uh, comes from the Daily Mirror, and it's a story about a dad who's converted the cupboard under the stairs into a Harry Potter themed wonderland for his uh, his young young daughter. It says here uh, that there's uh, floating candles and even a room to relax with a book, and I think that's incredibly successful. Why is that successful? <laughs> Why is that successful? I just say he shows great DIY spirit, uh, nice family family skills. Yeah, but. The thing, probably, issue is with something like that is this child won't like Harry Potter in two, three years' time, and then you've got a cupboard that's Harry Potter themed, and no one that likes Harry Potter in your house. Oh, I feel like do? it could be a rentable facility. Uh, one social distancing. To who? Who's going to rent out a Harry Potter space under someone else's shed? Not shed, staircase. Shed. I don't know. I mean, what does what, it look like? Um, is it good? I thought it looked pretty cool, to be honest. I mean, it's got a floating bookshelf. That's that's pretty cool. How does it float? The bookshelf. I don't know, mate. I'm not. I'm no DIY expert, but I just was pretty impressed and thought it was quite a quite. How a great old success. is his daughter? Right, six. Great. Uh, it said she was around the age of eight. So you know, kind of. Yeah. Maybe she'll have a couple of years of fun out of it, I guess. Yeah, but also I think I think it could be one of those things that you know maybe he's one of those guys that will just every every time she gets a new a new excitement, a new phase, maker, he'll make a cupboard. So if it was say for example it was you, your dad might have made you like a Birmingham City themed cupboard. When you were when you were aged eight, you could have gone in and you know pretended you were at the game or something like that. Yeah, sounds great. That yeah, gone in and pretended I was at the game underneath my staircase. What what a barrel of last that. Yeah, so I mean that's probably quite a poor choice for a success, but for me, no, that's a, that's a success. I mean, from, I'd say that from, from success. some people's opinion, I, from my point of view, I just see it from a from a you know productivity point of view. Is now you've got a lack of space to put stuff under the stairs because you've got your daughter like, trying to make frogs. That is very true. Very true. Paul, Where are you going to put your shoes? That is true. Maybe maybe we'll have to invest in a shoe rack or build a shoe rack. See, it's just you could see you've solved one issue. Your daughter's boredom, but as a result, you've created all these other issues. Would you say I've created a wider issue? If I, if hypothetically speaking, I, I am in this position, I've built this cupboard. Have yeah, I what, created yeah. more of an issue for myself by building? What it? you've done is you've created a knock-on of events that's just going to cause you more hassle in the long run. I see. And it was just not worth the time. So my success story is an actual real success story. Right, okay. And it's uh, to do with COVID-19. Right, okay. Because what a success that's been. Very very topical at the moment, obviously. Basically, a German pilot out of Frankfurt, I believe, could have been Hamburg. um, Someplace in Germany. Yeah, somewhere in Germany. Has flown over Germany in the shape of a syringe. As in his flight path, direct is perfect in the shape of a syringe. Is it? 
is, I'll, I'll put a picture on on the screen now for those who, who are watching. Yeah, business. yeah. Maybe put a picture of that lady's lady's staircase as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. I'll put a picture on screen now for any, anyone watching at home. Um, Basically, he's done this to yeah. spread awareness of the vaccination, right. to celebrate the vaccination, and to try and convince those who are anti-vax to get vaccinated. And it is absolutely perfect. You'll never my, see a better syringe my, done by made by. My, I, I, I like the I like the meaning behind it, but I'm also how is how is that going to encourage people who are anti-vax to to vaccinate? Oh, look, absolutely some, no idea. Some no blokes idea. some blokes flown a pretty picture in the sky. Therefore, yeah, but that it's, I think it just raises awareness. It's a bit like brand yeah. awareness on behalf of the vaccination because there's not true. enough marketing. Free branding for Moderna and AstraZeneca. Exactly. So they're thinking it's in the news. Everyone's saying, "Oh, great, some blokes made a thing. Maybe I will get the vaccine." Yeah. No. Fair enough. Will fair you enough. get the vaccine, you? I will get the vaccine right now. If someone had it for me, I would I would take it right now. So I, would I. I personally think that um it's just one of those things. It's just it's it's the right thing to do. It helps society. It's not about personal opinion, it's about the, the greater good, as they say in Hot Fuzz. Um so yeah, I'd be a niche I'd, reference. Yeah. Um so yeah, I'd be how I'd, much would you pay for it if someone offered you now saying if you make me the right offer, you can have the vaccination and you can go back to normal life with all other people that have been vaccinated. Uh, well, I mean, to be honest, at the moment, that wouldn't be that great because everyone who's vaccinated like over the age of 70. So I wouldn't be able to do a great deal more. Um, Fair enough. I reckon I'd pay, I'd pay £100 tops. Fair enough. If, 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 that, if that was the charge. I mean, I'm not, I'm not looking looking for to to pay money for it. I don't think you can buy it, can you? No, there was a man can in um, there was a man in Cheltenham who um conned some old woman out of a hundred quid. Told oh, her I it, saw that. Yeah, that was awful. Told it was a COVID vaccine. No, that's poor. He has been since been arrested and um and charged, I believe. So right so. there is some there is some good in the world. Right. Well right if that's it. it if that's it, Cal, I reckon we can move on. Was there it, wasn't a lot of success stories this week. I Googled no. success stories and it was all People are dying. Everyone's ill. Someone's been inaugurated. All this kind of jazz. It's mm. just like, where's the success? Yeah, the world is a bit is a, is a bit fucked at the moment, isn't Maybe it? Maybe it could have been a personal success story. Yeah, oh, perhaps that's a perhaps that's a thought. I've for... just bought a brand new water bottle. Oh, very nice. Um, if that's I'd, a success story. I today finished um, all. To, I've, I'm now up to up to speed of the episodes of trailers I'm editing at work. If if that's a personal success story. Yeah, that's that counts, um, I guess. Yeah, that's successful. And well, so we can move on then to the to the the disappointment. Was that was that what we said we were going to do after? Or was it um, failure? Yeah, a failure yeah. or a disappointment. That a kind failure of or a disappointment. So, um, I, I think this is this is this is a lot better than my my success, but obviously disappointing. So, Let's bloody hope so. The headline reads: Australia to kill U.S. racing pigeon, which survived eight thousand mile trip across the Pacific. Right, I saw this. Yeah, so, I didn't click so, on it. So but I basically, saw it. basically, a, a, a pigeon from America has flown all the way to Australia, right? Um, and they believe it's carrying a disease, so they're going to kill it. And I just think that's quite a disappointment. That that that, that pigeon, is an absolute disgrace. That pigeon should be lauded as king of the pigeon. I detest pigeons, but I am incredibly impressed by See, that. See, I don't word. mind pigeons. I'm, a, I'm quite fond of pigeons and seagulls and most sort of winged Fo- creatures. You're, you're fond of pigeons and seagulls. I do have a seagull mug just off screen, oh, so okay, there yeah, somewhere. Yeah. But okay, maybe we'll put a picture of that in the edit. Yeah. But I quite like winged beasts, right? Okay. Especially ones as arrogant and as self-assured as seagulls and pigeons. 
I see. Because they know what they want. Uh-huh. They know how to get it and they do it. You know I what see. I mean? That, They're that ballsy be, creatures. To be honest, that could be quite a good metaphor for life. Be more like a pigeon. Yeah. Or not this pigeon, though. No, this pigeon. Because this pigeon, this pigeon has done an excellent feat. That is a long distance trip. That is a Arguably big old... one of the longest distances probably possible. 13,000 kilometres, I think it was. I mean, I ran 5k on Thursday and I was absolutely, you know, ruined. Absolute so banjacks. He's flown yeah. 13k, arrived at his destination, think, right, knees up. Not 13k, Callum, 13,000. Oh, 13,000k, yeah, sorry. He's arrived at his destination, thinking, great, sun's out, knees up, beer's out. Yeah. Only to be put down because he's got yeah. what, the flu. I, it was, I didn't quite say what the disease was, but they, they basically said he was a bit banjacks when he arrived. Um, he's now showing signs of recovery. I'm surprised. He's just flown <laughs> off across the world. But unfortunately, he's he's got a disease, so they're going to have to... Um, no, sure. Why can't they just keep him, nurse a, him back to full health, and then send him back on his way? In a quarantine facility. They must have quarantine facilities. For, for in Australia, well, they're, they're quarantining all the humans, isn't they? So maybe just give a hotel room to a pigeon. Well, if all the humans are inside, it doesn't matter that the pigeon's outside. That is very true. Because so, the disease can't spread. I unless say, it spreads to the other pigeons. Well, that's a whole different story. But I would say that's, that's, that's the biggest disappointment for me this week. That is that extremely poor, disappointing. That poor pigeon's just put in an absolute graft, an absolute shift. And for what? What's he got to show for it? Is his life been shot longer. in the head? Yeah. Well, I don't quite know how they're gonna they're gonna end it. But... They'll shoot him in the head, hundred percent. Charming. Um, so it's what... disappointing that. That is very disappointing. disappointing. What's uh, what have you got for the disappointment? Cal? Guys, I have to check actually because I've forgotten. Um. Very it's a failure, always. actually. It's a failure. It's a failure. So, a bloke by right. the name of Thomas Dodd. Right? Thomas Dodd. Thomas Dodd. He's in the UK, I believe. Right. Um, yeah. And he's got smashed, right, by himself during lockdown. Right, as Watching you Celine Dion on YouTube, her full concerts. Okay, yeah. And was so drunk that he changed his name to Celine Dion. Wow. I think I saw this one actually. Is it officially like a, like changed his name to Celine Dion? Yeah. Has he has he che- is he changing is he wanting to change it back? No. He, he wants to keep it. Well that's just he ridiculous. Said, usually he said he would have travelled to America to see Celine Dion live this year, but due to the restrictions he couldn't. So he's become obsessed with watching her on YouTube and is now basically the biggest fan of the world and has changed his name legally to Celine Dion. And he said he was slightly worried about telling his... He works in hospitality of some description, it said. Right, he's okay. slightly worried about telling his boss about is, his new name. Is he, is he worried he's going to lose his job? Well, I would not be surprised if he did. So he's legally changed his name to Celine Dion because he got Legally pissed. changed his name to Celine Dion. And he's, he not gone, and, he's not, and he's not gone, oh, well, that was a laugh. I'll keep it for a week and then change it back. He's no. actually sticking by it. Yeah, he got the letters... A bit later in the week in the post to the say, D, yeah, it's got gone the through. letter through. Signed it again, probably sober, I presume, and he's gone for it. Well, that's just outrageous. That is a that is a massive failure. That is a failure. From my, well, from his point of view, that's a success because he's you know he's successfully changed his name and probably True. now is well renowned as the biggest superman of Celine Dion. True. But from an outsider's point of view, he's had a shocker. Question for you, Callum: If you could change your name to anything, what would you change it to? James McFadden. <laughs> Anything. Or Jude Bellingham. You are a big fan of Jude um, Bellingham. Because Jude Bellingham is probably the greatest player ever to play football. He's a nice bloke by all accounts. Yeah. 
and uh, I've seen him live. So, yeah, and I just love him. Yeah, Jude Bellingham would be my name. I know I'll go around pretending to be here. I mean, there are obviously slight yes. differences visually between me and Jude Bellingham. Yeah, I've got, um, I've got a picture of uh, Jude Bellingham on on the screen. Yeah, but I think, and also on the pitch, obviously we play different positions. Yeah. So, and obviously you're quite a lot better than he is at football. So, well, we play different positions. Yeah. It's hard to compare. You know, it's hard to compare a box to box midfielder to an out and out all nine number nine striker. So yeah, Jude Bellingham would be mine. What about you? No, mate, that's that's uh, that's quite that's quite difficult. Um, I think I'd change mine to something like really outrageous and really difficult to say, just to right. just to have the satisfaction of watching people. Just to be trying. annoying. Yeah, just to just to have the satisfaction of watching people trying to trying, trying to, to pronounce how to say your name. Pronounce my name. I mean, to be honest, like I do... your name's quite boring as it is. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of my name, but you know, I do have to tell people I have to spell it all the time, and yet people still spell well, it. Well. Yeah, well, there's, there's different ways of spelling it, isn't there? How? You can spell it E W A N, and you can spell it I. Oh, like you and McGregor. McGregor. Uh, yeah. He Star Wars. He was in Star Wars, wasn't he? He wasn't Star Wars, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I sort of have a slight issue of that anyway, but I don't have to tell anyone how to. Pronounce all your siblings it. have really cool names, and then you just got lumped with you and. Yeah, well, there probably, you go. Probably just change it to something a bit a bit challenging to say, just for a laugh. I don't right. really have a particular affinity to any sportsman, woman, or or rock star. Or any person so. in the world. Mm. Fair no. enough. Fair enough. No. no. We move right. on to the surprising story. We, we do move on to the surprising story. So um, this is my favourite one. I'm sure listeners will know when, we, as we're recording this, it's uh, inauguration day in America. Joe Biden has taken over from Donald Trump. Um, my surprising story was that uh, Joe Exotic of um, Tiger King fame. Uh, apparently, you know, quite good mates with Donald Trump. You know, very surprising, is it? Little sign of something there, maybe. Anyway, apparently he was he. Well, Trump was given out basically given out pardons on his last day uh, to all sorts of people. I think Lil Wayne got one. Uh, Kodak Black got one. Um, so apparently, Joe Exotic was so convinced that Donald Trump was going to give him a pardon for whatever charges he's he's in. I think he's in for attempt, uh, plotting to murder Carol Baskin and like mistreatment of animals. Nice. Um, he was so convinced that Donald Trump was going to give him a pardon that he his team had a limo parked just outside the, the prison where he's being held. Uh, the media was ready for Joe Exotic to be released. Um, and Donald Trump did not pardon him, so he's still there. Donald Trump. I thought, I thought that was a... I've just seen Trump. Everyone go mad because Trump said something a bit dodgy in a on his leaving press conference, he's apparently used that curse word. Oh, I see. What the press? I mean, to be honest, he's he's not had the greatest four years, has he, with that? So um, it's probably just one to add to the list. Yeah, no, I think I don't know how long does it take. I saw the ignore, ignore. How do you say? Inauguration. Jeez. Inauguration. That's Inauguration. just not how you say it, Callum. Whatever. I've seen it. It's like a twenty-four-hour-long TV show. Oh yeah, I mean. To, I just mean, to swap keys. Surely go, you just give the keys and then you walk into the new house and that's it. They go big in America, don't they? They they, they love a long broadcast. Like the election was about 10 days long. Yeah, I mean, that was that was for other reasons. But they, they do like to go big in America. But in yeah, the UK, was... it starts, you know, 9am Thursday morning and it's done midnight. Yeah, yeah. That was, my, that was my surprising story, though. Um, Joe Exotic being so... What did he actually... I've not seen Tiger King. I've not seen it either. Um, 
Would, I just, did he? Is he guilty? Well, I, I would assume if he's been. Put I mean, with away, a name like that, you're guilty of something. Yeah, there's no there, There's um, there's definitely would have been enough evidence, I would suggest, to, to put him away. That's why he's in in the prison. Um, mm. But yeah, I just found it quite funny that he was he was so convinced that um, he was going to get that pardon. He was ready. He the, he thought the yeah, bag, that's quite embarrassing, really. He the bag was secured. His team had got a got a limo ready for him to come out and be like, "Here I am, boys and girls." He's still just I'd have loved his... to have been the blight to tell him. Uh, yeah, you, it didn't happen. Yeah, you, you're, yeah. you're stuck here, and he's just crumbled. But uh, some of the that people that brilliant. he was, some of the people that he was pardoning was was very niche. Like Lil Wayne got one. Why did Lil? I didn't know Lil Wayne was in prison. I just uh, he's, he's not in prison, he's... but I think it's just they basically pardon just basically means that their their charges get dropped. So I think nice. charges for like racketeering or um some have holding a weapon in a playing tennis. Yeah, basically nice. just being a bit of a dodgy bloke. But yeah. Joe Exotic um, remains banged up in, in some prison. Decent. That's Decent. pretty good. That is quite you, surprising. Mate. And it's Thank also you. pretty funny. Thank you, mate. Um, so my last one. Yeah. yeah. So we're back to Germany, actually. And Germans we're in having between... an absolute flyer this week. Yeah, they've had a big week of the office. It's in yeah. between Berlin and Hamburg. There's a zoo called Perleberg Zoo. Perleberg Zoo. In northern Germany. And basically, there's no one there, obviously, because of COVID. Right. Yeah. But the zookeepers obviously go in and make sure the animals haven't died and all that kind of jazz, yeah. and, you know, give them their dinner and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And this bloke's gone to feed a camel. A camel, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's, as he's gone to feed it, the camel has bitten his face. Right. And it's half, half his face has fallen off. <laughs> so he's ripped his face off, basically. He's in, he's in hospital. Right. In not a good way, serious condition. All accounts. Do you have a? Is there a photo that we can pop on to show the damage received? Or uh, no, that hasn't been disclosed as of yet. Uh, okay. And also, I don't think the viewers would probably want no. to see that. No, there is a like picture to... of said camel. Yeah, we'll pop a picture of the camel on the uh, on the screen. He's he's just gone for him, and he's in serious condition in hospital after being bitten by a camel. And I think that's quite surprising. To be fair, <laughs> that's not what you expect to see on from your... all accounts. Because A, it's a surprising story for us to read and hear. B, yeah. probably the zookeeper was fairly surprised. I'd imagine so, yeah. And it's quite a surprising act from the camel. It's not every day you have your face bitten by a, by a camel, No. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, sometimes camels do have the ump and they do get a bit grumpy. Very good, very good. Thanks. So, but usually I've never seen anything like that before from a camel. No, no. Have you m- much experience with camels, Callum? Um, much experience with camels, no. Um, watched Idiot Broad, Cole Pilkington had some troubles with a camel. I, I would class that as so, being resident expert on camels. So. That's pretty extensive research. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, in terms of camels, not not much experience or research. But I've never. This is the first time I've heard of them up to any shenanigans. Would there is there any indication as to whether this is like a life threatening injury or is it just a case of he'll need a new face? It's too early to say. Too so, early to say. The German press has just released it. Well, we've been see. I googled these. I don't know how well prepared you were for this, but I did this an hour ago. This yeah. research. So yeah. this is hot off the press. Hot off the press. Imagine I mean, that, time will um, tell. Imagine that, like having to tell your mates, like assuming he, assuming he makes a, a recovery, which of course we hope he does. Of course, yeah. Just comes out, just comes out of hospital, and he's just got half a face. And there's well, no. Like, I, well, I was thinking, did, what if he had passed away from this? And yeah, then the police have to knock on his family's door. Cause of death, say, maimed by a camel. Heinkers is, is dead. Do you think that? Do you think that um, 
as in the case of Harambe, God rest his soul, that if this uh, camel was found, or if the man did die, do you reckon the camel would suffer the same fate as Harambe? I think if we were in America right now, this camel would be dead. But yeah. the Germans... Are quite reasonable people. Well, they've, they, they've uh, you know, they seem to act more reasonably because the camel yeah. is still... Breathing. Cameling about. So to be honest, imagine though, imagine though you're the next bloke who's got to go and feed that camel. You'd be absolutely shitting yourself. You would be bricking yourself because just seeing your mate get half his half his um half his face shot ripped off. I don't even know what camels eat. No, they I I just know they've got very long tongues. Right. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) My extensive knowledge, that's as far as it goes. I just presume they eat like sand and stuff. Can't, an animal would not eat sand. I imagine they're, I imagine they're, <laughs> imagine they're herbivores. Probably, probably don't eat meat. Well, it's your herbs. No plants, mate. Like you, you're a herbivore. Yeah, through and through. They're basically this bloke has had his face maimed. Lindsay McCartney sausages and stuff like that. I imagine the camel probably wouldn't eat those, but yeah, plants. <laughs> yeah, that's my surprising story. A man has been absolutely done in by a camel. And we wish him the, the quickest recoveries. We do wish him the quickest recoveries. No, we've got his name, actually. No, he's a 54-year-old man. So. Fucking hell. He's, not, he's, he's, he's past his prime. He's been, in, he's been in with camels a long time, I imagine. So best yeah. of luck to him. And I hope he uh, gets back to yeah. feeding camels in the, in the near future. We wish him all the best. Um, well, mate, I reckon that's, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much all we've got this week. Yeah. God knows yeah. how long that's been. No. Some, we'll never know. Sometime. Well, uh, if you've enjoyed this episode, do make sure to follow us on our social media platforms uh, recently yeah. created at Hocus yeah. Pocus Podcast. Um, or some variation of that. Some variation. Of so, you know, try try a one on the end or Hocus Pocus Pod or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It will be following them. So yes. most people who watch yeah. this will know us, but yeah. we assume so. Yeah. We're a va- uh, yeah. So that's all good social media platforms. Um, and the bad and yeah. ones. <laughs> and the bad ones as well. And yeah. So, you, yeah. Uh, Go on, you you see out. You're the media man. <laughs> if you uh, if you like the episode, give us some feedback. Drop us a drop us a message. Um, and a thumbs up. And a thumbs up. Um, and yeah, depending on what you're watching this on. And we'll catch you next week with another episode of the Hocus Pocus podcast. Cheers, Cheers. guys.